0: This is Joe Burns. And Beth West. Hey, thank you for listening to the Rock School Radio Podcast.
1: We think you'll learn something. Now
0: remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live, Thursdays at 5 and Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week.
1: Now enjoy this week's Rock School Radio Show.
0: Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. It's time for school, rock school, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Go find your buddy who uses a guitar, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you know, commits bad music. And Beth,
1: West. I used to have these dreams where CC Deville was like my life coach. Class is in.
0: Hey, this is Rock School on the Rock School Radio Network. Once again, broadcasting from the campus of Southeastern Louisiana University, me, Joe Burns. Who you?
1: Me, Jane. Oh, wait, no, that's not me. I'm Beth West.
0: We need a big monkey in the studio. An inflatable
1: one, I think. Get us a monkey.
0: <laughs> Speaking of monkeys and things on vines, did you go to Carnival this weekend?
1: I did. I officially started my Carnival celebrating this Good for weekend. You.
0: Kids are enjoying it. We're taking yeah. them more and more. They're getting old enough that they can stand through a full parade. Where'd you go? Uh, Barkus.
1: Oh, through the French Quarter, yeah. Little
0: Rascals. Yeah,
1: I did not go to those. I went to the walking parades on Saturday night. T-Rex and Chewbacca's.
0: Did you get anything at Chewbacca's?
1: I got several things at Chewbacca's. I um, am apparently very attractive to nerds, but (laughs) (laughs) the best thing that I got was from a giant guy dressed as Darth Vader, and he purposely handed me a very lovely pair of fake fur bikini underwear. Oh, well,
0: see? There you go. (laughs) Things are looking up for you. Did you get down into the uh, the Cafe Dumont area where all the Super Bowl stuff is? No, I avoided the the quarter. Didn't like the Super Bowl. I
1: just, well, I like having my city to myself for the. I think it's carnival. It's not Super Bowl season.
0: Well, there's only about three months of the year that the city is the ours. Yeah, it's true. It's like August, and then we don't even want to be here. Well, November, (laughs) November, December. Yeah, I know. I love those times. New Orleans during Christmas is absolutely beautiful. It is. Celebration of the Oaks. But no,
1: I didn't get to see any of the Super Bowl stuff. I'm imagining there's what actual paved streets now. Oh sure, sure. (laughs) They're
0: huge. Lots of places for people to go. But speaking of Super Bowl. One of the things that everybody loses their mind over when the Super Bowl comes around is how many millions of dollars for a 30-second commercial in the Super Bowl. Yeah, the ads
1: have kind of stolen the spotlight from the actual football.
0: Exactly. We're going to talk about this uh, commercials this time around. The reason I want to talk about that is because many times you'll hear a song in an advertisement. For example... When I first heard a Beatles song being used mm-hmm. to sell something, I kind of my heart fell a little. I went,
1: "Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You're doing that?"
0: Then it occurred to me. Uh, well, it was actually told to me. No, it wasn't the Beatles that did it. Michael Jackson, because he owned the song. You got it. Yeah. And did some back research and oh, okay, he, he got actually it here. owned the
1: rights. Right, yeah. but
0: now see, I'm hearing Judas Priest songs in yeah. them, and I'm hearing Led Zeppelin. I really,
1: I really feel like. The uh, uh, tarnish of using your songs for advertising purposes has kind of worn off a little bit.
0: I think you're right. Black Keys may have really sort of just, they were the first band, well, maybe I'm wrong, but in my mind, the first band that kind of went, we're doing this and we don't care. Well,
1: I think that they were probably the first band that wasn't absolutely huge. I think the one before that would be the U2 song oh, on the, the I, right. iPod commercial, yeah, but they're right. so big that they could pretty much do whatever they wanted. The
0: blowback wouldn't have hurt Right, them. the Black Keys right. kind
1: of had a... a they could have gotten hurt from the blowback. Right,
0: but (laughs) with the the advent of downloading and such, this is just another revenue stream. Yeah, I think that they
1: feel like they really need to make up that revenue.
0: So for an hour, let's talk about songs that are in advertising, but furthermore, let's talk the legal side of it. How do you do it? How do you license a song? How do you get paid? What do you get paid? Who that do you I'm talk to? I'm interested in knowing that. Sure. <laughs> That's the whole concept we're going to talk about today, plus Super Bowl ads, how much it costs, who's going to be out there, and all that good stuff. Now, when we play our first song, normally we play a monster. We want it to explode. Yeah. right? I, I got to play a different one. I went to Adweek. It's a, a place that deals with advertising. Okay. Right? It's the okay, online version. Yeah. And their best use of music in commercials. And I'm going to play the song that comes from the Traveler's Insurance commercial.
1: Traveler's Insurance? Little
0: Dog, Buries a Bone. <gasps> yes. And he can't sleep because I, look, his bone is not injured. I have to admit, I can't
1: sit through two minutes of commercials without feeling like I'm going, like blood is going to drip from my eyeballs. I can't, <laughs> I just, I can't tolerate it. You know, I usually DVR things when I have a TV or Netflix streaming, but that commercial, I could watch it a million times. It Who sang is so "Song cute. Trouble"? Ray LaMontagne.
0: You got it. It's a little down, but it's one of the best songs I've ever seen song. in a commercial. It sounds like this. Rock and All right, talking about the use of rock music in commercials. Let me tell you a couple that you probably know. Uh, DJ Kane had a song called Brinka. It was done with Motorola. What else do we have here? Faith No More is Easy was in Levi's. The Ramones' Blitzkrieg Bop was in Diet Pepsi. Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't remember that. 16 Tons by Tennessee Ernie Ford was in GE. Was we here? Kids in America, Winona Riders, uh, Kmart. Kansas dust in the wind was Subaru. Uh. And what else was? Let me give you one more here. I'm da, 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 da. stuck
1: on the Ramones and Diet Pepsi. It, you know, I just I you know sometimes things go together and that just does not go I for guess. me.
0: Rocky like a hurricane by the Scorpions was used for TGI Fridays.
1: <laughs> I guess. Okay.
0: Sweet dreams are made of these was used for The Apprentice Martha Stewart. So, oh, okay, hmm. let's talk music licensing. Fine. You want to use a rock band's commercial in your song, your commercial, your TV show, right. what have you. All right. Okay. Music is licensed. Okay? Yes. You have to deal with something called the Copyright Code of the United States, Title 17. Okay. Digital Performance Rights in Sound Recording Act of 1995. It was effective January 1st, 1996. That's the boring part. Okay, just to let you know what you got to so play with. So any
1: song, I, I mean, I don't know a lot about copyright, but as librarians, we know a little bit. That's you have to refer to the digital. Rights now?
0: When a, when a song is, is licensed, right you have to deal with both the copyright code and the digital performance rights in Sound Recording Act of 1995.
1: I see. Both okay. of those
0: come into play. Okay. And just about any part of a song can be copyrighted, not just the song itself. The performance, the arrangement, the specific sound of the song, the lyrics, but you can't do the title. You cannot, which is why there are multiple times you have a, a song right, with that has a title. Right, with the same title. Right, right. You can't copy. You can't title. the title. You can't copyright the title. I never it.
1: thought about that. You
0: can't do that. But, and the reason you can copyright all these different things is because, let's say somebody decides, I'm going to write a song and I'm going to make it sound exactly like Led Zeppelin. I'm going to make it sound exactly like uh, The Beatles. Uh-huh. I'm going to make it sound exactly like what have you. It's possible for somebody to come up and say, look, you simply stole our recording techniques right. and the copyright is enacted. Boom.
1: Yeah, because right. it's, that's their artistic work.
0: You got it. And people who are and artists they... and producers yeah. will say, no. That's my sound. I have that.
1: That's my intellectual property. You
0: got that's it. So it's yeah. not just you know because a lot of students will make the case that I'm going to do something that you know they're learning film or they're learning what have you. I'm going to copy what Ang Lee does. I'm going to copy what yeah. this person does.
1: Hey man, careful. You can use people as an influence as you know to guide your work, but. You can't copy it,
0: right? Come up with something new. Yeah. Now, what people who who will uh, will look at it and say, this chordal structure is exactly the same as this chordal structure, mm-hmm. like uh, tutti frutti is exactly the same as Johnny B. Good, only a fifth lower. How mm, can that yeah. be? Well, see, there's a performance aspect to it. They're played on different instruments, they have a different tempo, they have a different beat. It's only kind of
1: right, exactly. There's only yeah. so many <laughs> you ways it. that you can arrange
0: it. Which is why you have different things you can copyright. Okay, so you know those two things are there. Fine. I wish to use a song. What do I do? Let's play another one. We'll come back. We'll start talking about performance rights and the companies you got to talk to to get a hold of these things. All right. Let's learn
1: things.
0: (laughs) Do ya, do ya, want my love? Electric Light Orchestra. The song's only called Do Ya. Any idea? It was first used in a Super Bowl, which is why I grabbed it.
1: Oh, really? Any idea? Uh, I know the song, but I cannot remember the commercial at all. Monster.com. It oh was okay. Do you
0: remember the guy sitting there was a, a a boss and there was a I think it was
1: a moose head on his wall. You it we're going to have a really hard time if no. you keep trying to make me remember commercials. I got <laughs> Got there's a, moose. a few of them. Okay. If it, there's a dog in it, I will remember oh, yeah. it, because dogs are cute. Guy's but... got a moose head on the wall. Okay. You go around the
0: corner, the rest of the moose is hanging out the back of the wall, oh. and a guy <laughs> is underneath where the moose goes to the bathroom, oh. and then, boom, bum, it kicks in. So,
1: you should get a new job, if you that's good. your job, oh,
0: in good? Yeah. way. <laughs> Electric light orchestra, let do ya. Rock school. Rock school. We talk about songs inside of commercials. All right. Mm-hmm. Who do you deal with if you want to use a song? You got a commercial going on. You want to sell, I don't know,
1: stuff. You wanna, <laughs> Usually you know. something that has absolutely nothing to do with the song. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> great. Well, that's what people do. The song will allow you to right, remember yeah. it. Right. Yeah, that's right.
0: You got to deal with either. The music company that recorded it, they may very well own the actual sound recording, mm-hmm. the record, or the publisher. They represent the artist and the songwriter if it happens to be two different people. Sometimes it is, sometimes it is not. If you want the song played where people will hear it in a public place, then you want what's known as public performance rights. rights. Okay. This, this radio station pays public performance rights this university pays public performance rights. So at any point in time, if we wanted to, we could take the DJ gigs we have here at the radio station, go out into the quad, Turn on the speakers and go like crazy, got it.
1: That is an aspect right. of radio I never realized. Didn't know
0: that. We take the music out there, play it. I mean, I figured, I fine. just didn't know. Right, we can come into the. In fact, uh, this little uh, thing that you're going to be doing in My April. Grant. Right, we're going to talk about it more on the station when uh, when it comes closer. But uh, a lot of the music you're going to play covered by the. Uh, blanket fees that are being paid in terms of public performance rights here on campus. So, if we didn't pay these, you would have to pay them song to song to song, and it would get super-duper expensive. Super expensive. Yes, sir. All of these rights are handled by one of two publishing firms, ASCAP or BMI. Okay. Okay. Now, why is one group or why is one artist with... ASCAP or with BMI. That's
1: amazing that there's only two. Like everybody is with one or the other,
0: pretty you, much. You could try another one, but it's sort of these it's are the two. It's known that monsters. these are the two. Okay. You got it. Well, they're they're competitors. I'll give you a better deal than ASCAP. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a better deal than yeah. BMI. It it has to do with that. There's also the Phonographic Performance Limited, known as PPL, in the U.K. So okay. if you're in the U.K., that's, that's who, who you go, go with. There's also SESAC, S-E-S-A-C. That was started in 1930. That deals with European performers in the U.S.
1: Okay, so if you want to buy Phoenix's song, they're right. a French band. You
0: deal with CSAC. Okay. here. Now, SESAC used to be... A, uh, an acronym. They don't even set it as an acronym anymore. They're just CSAC. <laughs>
1: yeah, they've been around that long. That's it, <laughs> right. That's how long
0: they've been. So, you want to deal with them? ASCAP, BMI, PPL, or CSAC. Them's the one you pay for if you don't pay these fees, huge fines. Now, I don't want to talk about where it was, but somewhere in this little town of which we are broadcasting from, they just decided all the heck with it. We're not going to pay the fees and they were holding dances and really? such. Didn't pay the fees, the doors are no longer open. <gasps> oh yeah, big big cash concerns. Oh my are, goodness. Yeah, the fees are rather monstrous. So, we're going to go into furthermore how you actually pay out fees. Yeah, cuz I would
1: really like to know once you pay where does the fee go? Like oh, how? to the to the artists. It goes right.
0: We'll talk about okay. how that's done. I want to play another song that showed up on Ad Week's top fifty best use of music in commercials. How about the five, six, seven, eights? Woo hoo hoo Any idea?
1: Uh, that was that um, the phone thing that Vonage. Oh, Vonage. Vonage oh, new one. Yeah. <laughs> I knew the first one. <laughs> Right here on rock school.
0: First break here on Rock School. Let's take a break, talk Super Bowl ads real quick. I know you don't dig them there, Beth, but here's the amount of money. 30 seconds, $3.8 million.
1: That's why I I just,
0: I don't know. Too much money?
1: I I respect the artistry and the creative thought that goes into the Super Bowl commercials, because they are often very entertaining.
0: Yeah, but too much. I just,
1: it's, that is mind-blowing. Seven
0: millions for a minute. Yeah. You get a break if you buy a minute, so... (laughs) It's a yeah, deal. <laughs> it, it's bandwidth. That's all it is. The Super oh, Bowl yeah, happens yeah. once a year. and that's. Oh, of
1: course. How many people are going to see it?
0: Yeah, a, a kajillion. Yeah. yeah I'll okay, just make basically up a number. a kajillion. If you want to sort of pick out the ad that again ad week I, mm-hmm. I i teach the copywriting class here so i keep an eye on ad week the one that's making them sort of sing and dance and lose their mind <laughs> you know this is the one you got to look for it's the volkswagen spot this year according to ad week it's to be the one that just, really wow it's the standout Maybe all right the little kid I'll keep an eye was dressed up like darth vader that sort of yes, started that the, cute. it's to be that one this year Office workers are apparently turned into happy Jamaicans, <laughs> it, it, which is really funny because Volkswagen is a German car. Yeah. But fine. Cost $10 million to make. If you're wondering who bought the most, Anheuser-Busch.
1: Not shocking.
0: Four minutes. So four times seven, $28 million. My guess is they bought a a package deal, right, yeah. so maybe it's only twenty-two. Million dollars. The <laughs> only other person that bought a, the only other business that bought a sixty second is Ford. Okay. That's something about an assembly pant, plant. And Chrysler is once again back, and they again claim they're going to shock the world. Oh,
1: I'm sure. Well, Chrysler.
0: Last year they had that it's halftime in America ad with Clint Eastwood. Yeah. But Clint Eastwood went a little goofy Gaga. Right. I,
1: that's true. So they're going to have to find. He sort somebody of alienated new.
0: some people. Just a little bit. And
1: Chrysler just wants everyone to buy their cars, not just exactly their people. <laughs> yeah.
0: The only one that, and I have the whole list here, the only one that makes me kind of go, eh, Pistachios always has that, you know, the, what is it, the Harlem Globetrotters do it while spinning. Oh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. The Pistachios people are unveiling a new one with that sigh guy who does Opum Gundam
1: stuff. Oh, yeah. It's over. Oh, it's, yes. Yeah,
0: it's over. It's enough. over.
1: If the Super had Bowl had, had run last summer, then it would have Maybe, been funny, but But yeah. it's
0: over. Hello, Radio uh, Universidad, Salamanca, Spain. Hello. And, oh, Ooh, sorry.
1: my turn. Sorry. I have... wanted to see their letters so bad.
0: My Okay,
1: hold on. Okay,
0: sorry. KLSU, thanks for running the radio show. Now the new affiliate. It's the Go. new
1: affiliate, KPVL in Postville, Iowa.
0: That's right, kids. Now, we'll be back in a minute to talk just a touch more about licensing music for your commercial. Back in a minute. Rock school. Need one to get us to the bottom of the hour. Quick question. Is there a way... That if somebody wants to use your song and you don't want them to use your song, they can use it. Well, sure, just pay the licensing fees.
1: And the artist has no Not say. really.
0: There is a way for them to get around it. I'll, I'll tell you one I've told on this uh, show before. When Crystal Pepsi came out and Van Halen... Uh, sorry.
1: Right? <laughs>
0: well, yeah, it's just terrible. The memory
1: of Crystal I know.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you. It was terrible. Yeah. But when it came out, they wanted to use Van Halen's song right now. Yeah, yeah. And Van Halen said, no. And they said, fine, we'll just go ahead and pay. And I'll tell you what these rights are here in a little bit. There's a different name for it. But they wanted to use a specific kind of rights where we'll just go have another band re-record it. And Van Halen said, no, 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 God, use the song. Don't If you're oh, going to yeah. use it, just use the song, don't use some crappy cover of it. So they used it, and they gave all the money they made to charity off of it. Okay, fine. Well, the, okay. the product obviously went, in the, you know, right, went yeah. in the drink. It was terrible. Is there a way that you can just physically stop and use I would like to hope
1: that there is. There is. is.
0: D-license the song. Oh. Well, the problem then is if you delicense the song... No radio airplay, nothing. You might be able to That's take it a to a station. classic measure. But yeah, you get no rights off it, you get no royalties My off goodness, it. Goodness, yeah. So there's a way to do it, but for the most part. You'd have
1: to be pretty well off to yeah. do that.
0: Once you license it, it's out there and it's usable. Here's one to get us to the bottom of the hour. You say you don't like songs being used in in commercials. Here's a song you may not like and something you may not dig all the way around. Remember, Robert Palmer used to be this fantastic blues guy. Yeah. And then he decided to surround himself with, with women. Yeah,
1: mannequin looking mannequin women, looking tight women? little black dresses. Right.
0: <laughs> Simply irresistible was used by Applebee's. Yuck. There you go, rock school.
1: We'll be right
0: Right, Bomb of the hour. Let's take a break from talking about how do you get your songs into you a songs. commercial. <laughs> you can get them, you just gotta pay. That's the only downside of it. They expect money, those darn people who write songs. Let's take a break. Let's do our name once again. I am Joe Burns. I am Beth West. Let's talk about seven days and seventy seconds, this being Super Bowl week. These are the dates, January 28th, all the way through February 3rd. Something happened on these dates in music history. Let's talk about this one. I believe Monday goes to Beth. Do yes, it. and
1: it's very much related. Related to our topic, Monday, January 28, 1990, Aaron Neville, New Orleans' own, sang the national anthem at the Super Bowl.
0: There you go, January 29, 1962, Peter, Paul, and Mary sign up with Warner Brothers Records. On
1: January 30th, 1998, Elton John receives a knighthood from the Queen. Right,
0: and Elton John's going to be in Baton Rouge a little later on this year, and guess who has tickets? Do you have yes, tickets? Yes, I do. Oh, yes, ma'am, oh, I do. I would Thank like, like to much. see Elton John. Thank you very much. Uh, January 31st 1998 Yanni sets a gross revenue record for the MCI Center in Washington D.C. Who goes to see (gasps) Yanni? Well apparently somebody does. Yeah, $860,000 his record will be broken six months later by Janet Jackson.
1: Friday February 1st 2000 C.C. DeVille announces he is leaving the band Poison. He gives no future plans and I'm giggling because I used to have these dreams where C.C. DeVille was like my life coach. What? I swear, I always had these really weird dreams and so he kept showing up as like my guardian angel. I, as, can't, I like, can't
0: furrow my brow enough.
1: I know! I don't, I've uh, i had some strange dreams but yeah, I did have this series of dreams where I had not thought even thought about C.C. DeVille in <laughs> 15, 20 years and he shows up all glammed out giant sure. white blonde hair and she's given me very sage advice in my dreams. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Please continue.
0: Alright, February 2nd 2002, <laughs> Britney Spears, who has showed up in a couple of my dreams, by the oh. way. <laughs> is the host of Saturday Night Live, and February 3rd, 1991, Sinead O'Connor refuses a Grammy Award, stating the award is the reflection of false and destructive values. Man,
1: she's all serious business, but she really sticks to her guns, doesn't she? Idiot. And
0: that wraps up 7 Days and 70 Seconds. Okay, let's talk about this. Can I use the song... In the commercial, but not the original. This goes back to the Crystal Pepsi thing. Okay. We don't, we just want to use the song. No, we don't want you to use our song. Well, fine, we'll have it re recorded. What is that called? If you're going to get some band to re record your song, you need what's known as a synchronization license. You get permission Uh from the original owner, from the music publisher, that you will give a percentage of the fees, of the what have you, because it's not the actual song. But what you get is a synchronization license. You then have to pay the band. Let's say you're getting another famous band to redo it. You get, oh, I don't know, the Lemonheads to redo "Mrs. <laughs> Robinson," which was right? actually Right? Yes. Gone. Yes, now I remember you, that. You use that. Well, you've got to pay the Lemonheads. Okay. But if you don't want to pay that, you don't want to pay a known band. You go get a bunch of studio people. Right.
1: That's what I was thinking of. I wasn't right. thinking of like legitimate covers for things, but I was thinking of like really horrible. Remixes or re recordings of songs that we know that they have on like aerobics mixes. And stuff. Exactly that.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you go get some studio people, you pay them their hours in the studio, out the other end comes a recording of the song, and bingo bango you have it. Synchronization license, it's called.
1: Synchronization right. license. I'm learning so much today.
0: Yeah, Wilco.
1: Wilco. One of my favorite bands. I love yeah, they um, they had a couple of their songs on Volkswagen commercials, and you know Wilco is definitely a band that you would never call a sellout to no. the faces. But a lot of their fans were very angry when they heard their songs on Volkswagen commercials, and Wilco kind of and Wilco being pretty much Jeff Tweedy, the lead singer, right. pretty much just said we like Volkswagen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have no problem, you know. They're paying us money, and it's a product that we don't really see a problem with because we drive them. Perfect. So. Who's to argue?
0: <laughs> Here's Wilco on Rock School. the facts I get. Oh, we can make it better. Oh, we can make it better. Second break here on the Rock School Radio Network. How much? How much has been paid to record or use a song inside of a show or a commercial? This was easily the hardest piece of information to find. Really? I guess so. Nobody
1: wants to say. Yeah. Yeah, you bet.
0: In the show Mad Men, Uh they used the song "Tomorrow Never Knows." Yes. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars.
1: Okay. That's healthy
0: for a one-time showing of a For a one-time
1: showing. Is it more for a commercial which will be played over and over and over? Yes. Okay.
0: In the uh, Nissan car commercial where they had Ken and Barbie sort of of, uh, meeting up and then another Ken doll comes up and takes Barbie and they go away in a Nissan car (laughs) where they used You Really Got Me from Van Halen. Okay. They didn't pay any money to the band, but they gave them all Nissan cars, and all four members of the band just gave the car away.
1: Right, but that's yeah. still Nissan doesn't exactly make really high-end cars.
0: Oh, this was one of their sports cars. Yeah, I, I don't know which car it was. But they used Van Halen's version of "You Really Got Me," and you know if they used Van Halen's version of "You Really Got Me,"
1: then they, Kinks. Yeah, they had to pay the Kinks. Guarantee. Ray Davies had to get a little bit of something from that.
0: Guarantee it somewhere down the line, Ray Davies, or I don't know if Ray Davies is the sole author. Right. Dave Davies I, may have been on yeah. it as well, but somewhere down the line, you know, he got money as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: These three, however. Although I don't have the exact amount of money. Actually, these two, I don't have the exact amount of money. It said both were easily a million dollars. Microsoft paid the Rolling Stones to use Start Me Up. Remember? Yes, yes. Microsoft Windows has that start button.
1: The start button, and they use Start Me Up. They use Start Me Up.
0: And uh, Cadillac used Led Zeppelin's Rock and Roll from the Sozo LP. Okay. Both were said to be right at... A million, a million dollars.
1: So if you're thinking you're going to use a really well-known song, and then play it during the Super Bowl, you're starting
0: a million dollars.
1: Yeah, that doesn't even count like right. the actual production of the commercial. Or... Right before you shoot frame one, you're right, at a million yeah. dollars. yeah. Oh, and then and, the and Super Bowl, yeah, dollars for thirty seconds. For thirty seconds on the Super Bowl, before, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're at you're
0: at four million, five
1: million dollars before you do anything. Right, yeah. That's wicked.
0: Hello, KSCL in Shreveport. Thanks for running the radio show.
1: Hello, WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin. Thanks back, for having us.
0: <laughs> you bet you back uh, in a minute with another song that comes from one of the best commercials, according to Adweek, right here on Rock School. Coming out of the break, here's a couple questions that people posted about using songs on the air. I want to use a song, but I only want to use a piece of it. Can I do that?
1: No. Well, you
0: can, sure, but... You
1: have to pay for it. If it's for profit you better. Uh, that see that?
0: You hit it right on the noggin. If there's profit involved right. at all, that's where it starts to get involved. That's
1: like the limit of what librarians know. We right. know we know fair use, which is you know, you can use tiny bits of things for free for educational right. purposes. And
0: people get that messed up in their head, yeah. students especially. Oh, I'm not using it for any profit, so I'm just going to use it. So they go and they go on the web and they grab the Saints logo. And then they No, they that's use not okay. It. Right. And then they, <laughs> they go and they grab their favorite band's logo and, and they use it in a YouTube video and then they use their favorite <laughs> band's music. Well, I'm not making any money with it. Whoa. You are, yeah, you there's are several really, other things right, you have to consider. You're walking a real tightrope there. Uh-huh. You know, go go find your buddy who uses a guitar. You know, and, mm-hmm. and you know, commits bad music. <laughs> have him do something that's your own. You're right, just gonna create be so something much new. Safer. Right. If you want to use a bit of a song known as a sample, believe it or not, there are services that will do the legwork for you. Go to License Music Now. .com and it will negotiate a fee for you and literally down to people who wow. just want to use something for a YouTube video. Oh my goodness. You may pay next to nothing, but you're legal and nobody comes knocking on your door and I know what again because I teach the HTML class and mm-hmm. because I teach these things students believe I'll just say I'm sorry.
1: No, <laughs> no. that's not how that works.
0: You, they make you say you're sorry with your checkbook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't do All that. All those
1: teenage girls making those like cheesy montages of Twilight characters getting together to a Celine Dion song. Can't do that. One day they may be very sorry Could and be. not just for the content.
0: Right. <laughs> and again to hit your, you know, to your thing right on right on the head, I want to make parody of a song and change the lyrics. Do I still have to pay royalty? Yes. You know, Weird Al Yankovic just doesn't get to do it because he feels like doing it. Yeah.
1: Yep, 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 yep. There are certain, I mean, there are certain exclusions for satire, but you can't just change the lyrics.
0: You bet. You bet. Uh, And again, you're allowed to change lyrics. It's called satire. Right. You're you're allowed to do those things. But you're redoing the song. No one is going to go, hmm, is that really, you know, Wilco? Right, yeah. Yeah, and (laughs) you're trying to make money and you're trying to get people to come and take a look at it. it. Bad news. Yes. Pay, pay, pay. Bill Withers' song, Use Me. Ugh, who was, doesn't love that song? I know, what a groove. <laughs> it was used for a GMC commercial. I drive a GMC. <laughs> use me. Right here, Rack School.
1: <laughs> My friends feel as they're appointed until you use me up. To use me up. Talking about you,
0: ain't bad all right last girl, break I'm here sure on rock school it, and I only have one more little bit do. of information to get across to you here it says here that outside of paying for songs that are in commercials, did you know there are such a thing as non-broadcast test commercials? Did you know about that? No, I have no idea. And if once you get into broadcasting, this happens all the time, we call them spec spots as well.? Okay. I want to sell something to a, a I don't know, a, a company downtown. Mm-hmm. So what'll happen is instead of just going in and saying, you know, buy my commercials, buy my commercials, we'll make them for them. And we'll just go in with ready made commercials. Okay. This is what they'll sound like.
1: Oh, yeah, I'd like to pitch.
0: You got it. Yeah. Well, you got to put music in there. Sure. It says here between $3,000 and $20,000 if you use a licensed song inside of that, even if the spot never makes wow. it to me. Wow. $3,000 to $20,000.
1: Just so maybe in the background you'd be like, and here's where that song would play, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like a voiceover. Right now you would be hearing this song. Right now
0: here at the here at the university we have uh, records and CDs and also downloads of production music where we pay a blanket fee up front. Yes, and a company has made the music for us. But if we wanted to use, you know, right in the middle of it, we're going to use a Van Halen song.
1: Mm-hmm. It's going
0: to cost us more. We have to report it. Got to put it that way. Uh, We also have here, uh, my church, does it have to have a license to play songs? Well, according to U.S. copyright law, Section 110C... No wonder people screw up. Yeah, no, I know. Give me a break. very
1: complicated.
0: It provides an exemption for performance and display of works of religious nature in a religious service. Okay,
1: fine. Okay.
0: But... The problem is many of these churches that are very, very large that then start to sell the service, oh. then start to sell oh, like the music. Oh, like
1: to sell it to television? Or? No, they're,
0: they're people. At the end of the service, they put it on a disc and they sell it to the people. Now they're outside oh. of this oh. and they have to start paying blanket fees.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah,
0: many churches have to realize that if they do that, you know, if they just if they just play it in the service.
1: Sure, Fine. no okay. problem. Okay. But once
0: they start recording it, once they start broadcasting it on the radio, once they start putting it on their own TV networks, once they, even if it's CC, you know, mm-hmm. closed closed mm-hmm. system, or if they start recording it and handing it to their parishioners.
1: Yeah, that's when now
0: you're running into makes, trouble. Uh, that mean
1: that makes sense.
0: Yipper. and that wraps it up. That's what I got. And hey, now you know
1: everything
0: there is. <laughs> yeah, at least in this little little grouping here. All right, we're gonna finish up with this one here. This is baby come back by player. Baby come back. Yeah, it's in the Swiffer Those commercials. Those stupid
1: Swiffer commercials. I and love them. They're so I know I'm saying they're so silly that you can't forget them.
0: That's right. That's half the gig. How do I get yep. you to remember? Remember my commercial. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Beth West. That does it. We'll see you next week, folks. Goodbye. Class is dismissed.